0: percent of the NFL seasons of our lifetime, as you get closer to the playoffs, you start to get a better idea. I feel like this is one of those 10% years where as we get closer to the playoffs, I have less and less of a clue on who's actually good and who's not.
1: Yeah, and I, this is one of those seasons where it's just every week you're like, okay, I'm starting to understand who's our contenders and who's our pretenders. And then literally the next week the the you know it flips around and now we're asking questions about well is this team a contender for a Super Bowl is this team now a contender for the playoffs and again this is there's no clarity in the NFL right now and it's fun because it just makes every week so much more exciting
0: well, and I think going into last week, you know, we would have said that probably the Ravens were contenders, the Bucks were contenders, the Cardinals, the Rams. And, and I mean, after what we just saw this week, I mean, can we say that any of those teams are actual contenders? And the answer is, I, I don't know. Right. I mean, I, and we're going to dive into each of those. You know, on their own. But then on the same level, you look and you're like, uh, does Bill Belichick have his next Sith Lord to go with the evil empire? And, and I mean, there's just there's so many, you know, bouncing back and forth between yes, no, no, but maybe kinda. And I mean, it's just it, it is fun. So welcome to week 11 of LR Weekly. Uh, clarity just, and confusion, and, and and just color me confused.
1: Yeah, this and here's the thing. It's just weird hearing week 11 already. I just feel like every time we sit down here in the Russell basement and start recording the pod, it's like, man, we keep saying the season's going by quick, and teams are running out of time. Some teams are, you know, fighting for a playoff spot. They're on oxygen right now just barely breathing and
0: you got to take care of business this week and, and if you look at taking care of business I, I mean I think we have to start with the bad side of not taking care of business and, and I want to just go straight to the Rams um I fully understand going on the road is tough I fully understand playing a division rival is tough but that performance that the Rams gave last night, we're recording on Tuesday this week. Uh, happy early anniversary. Thank you. To you and Crystal. Yeah. Uh, definitely Crystal the better half of that deal. <laughs> um, you know, we all have to give less fortunate and, you know, Crystal gave her life to the less fortunate. <laughs> um, but yeah, hey, was it four years now? Three. Three years now. Three Three years ago, we were packed in Aberdeen. Was it icing? I think there was like some ice. It was snowing falling, and snowing. ice. Yeah. Hump, just had a real humdinger of a time. Um, but so we're recording this on Tuesday. So. Christian can actually, you know, be a good husband tomorrow and not record a podcast on his anniversary. That would probably get us
1: in a little bit of trouble.
0: Yeah, yes. I mean, our wives were patient enough to give us the whole weekend uh, last weekend. Oh man, what going if, to what... Purdue and then just sitting in my basement and watching football all day on Saturday. I mean, we had a weekend. Yes, we did. So you, you better celebrate the anniversary properly. Yes. Um, the Rams. Uh, speaking of properly, they got properly whooped. Yeah, and last night I'm.
1: Just waiting and waiting for the Matt Stafford from the Lions to start showing up. And I understand that, you know, oh, hey, you give Matt Stafford some weapons. He's going to be a different, you know, quarterback. I understand that. But guess what? You can take Matt Stafford out of Detroit.
0: But you can't take Detroit out of Matt Stafford.
1: That's right. You can't take the Detroit out of Matt. And I just... I just see last night those some of those errant throws and guys that were wide open that he's overthrowing, and it just makes you wonder.
0: Well, and you look, three of the last four weeks for the Rams, you barely beat the Lions. You know, they beat the Lions by nine. You lost to the Titans by 12, and the Niners you lost to by 21 last night. Last night, only 52 yards of rushing, only three of 10 on third down. They gave up sixty percent third down conversions on the defensive side of the ball. The defense isn't getting off the field. The offense can't stay on the field. OBJ has a meltdown less than thirty-six <laughs> hours after signing with the the Rams. And then you look time of possession, they only held the ball for twenty minutes. Yeah. I mean, you look at this. This is now a pattern for the Rams. When 75% of your games are severely concerning, it's no longer an outlier. It is more the standard norm. Yeah, and this is what, it's just, yes, you you got
1: OBJ. Yes, you got Von Miller. You really can say the Rams are all in. But really, what is Von Miller? Von Miller was a great defensive player five, six years ago.
0: And that's, that's where I'm at. Like, they go, they make these moves, and I, I get that OBJ is a great wide receiver. Part of wide receivers is you have to be in sync with a quarterback. Now, granted, again, we're going off of literally they probably threw routes to each other once. And the Rams system is one of those systems where you have to know the terminology, you have to know the routes, and not just the routes, but what are the purpose of each route. Because sometimes what OBJ is going to have to understand is that when he's running the routes that he's running, it's to help get other guys open too, which I think is what's made Cooper Cup so effective this year, is that Cooper has run routes not just to get himself open, but to also get his teammates open. And until they get OBJ on that mindset of I'm going to run routes to help get other people open and they in turn will help get me open I don't know if that's a great fit for them and then the one thing that you know the Rams have to hold on to is hey we're only a game back in this division right now
1: right and you think the the Rams being not just an NFC contender but a Super Bowl contender they have the pieces You know, and I think OBJ still has some good football left
0: in him. Yeah, I think it's just going to take some time. Yeah, and then you look—they're not just one game out of the division. They're they're one game out of the number one overall seed. Out of the one seed. Now, granted, that's going to have you know a little bit of give and take there. They still have to play the Cardinals again. The Rams come to the Packers in two weeks, and it's just one of those situations where. I don't know what the Rams are. I I think that they're going to be a dynamite football team. But as of right now, I just don't know.
1: Yeah, and everybody's allowed to have one of those weeks, right? Where you're just, nothing's clicking, nothing's going your way. You really can't find anything on the offensive side of the ball. Your defense can't stop a nosebleed. Some weeks, it's just not going to happen, right? But now with the extra playoff team in the NFL, that one seed takes on a whole new meaning.
0: Because you are the only team that gets the bye.
1: You get a bye. You get home field throughout. And I'm just going to tell you right now, if you're the Rams, the last thing you want is for the NFC playoffs to go through Green Bay. You don't want to go play in Green Bay in January. Because they did last January. year and it didn't go well. Exactly. Him. And it's like, everyone's like, oh, well, Matt Stafford's used to that. Yeah, Matt Stafford might be, but there's 21 other guys on both sides of the ball that are not big fans of playing in cold weather, which is why a lot of them signed with the Rams in
0: that. the in the offseason. And, and then you have to look right now. I mean, the Rams are a wild card team. So the Rams even getting through... To what could potentially be a title round matchup with the Packers isn't a given at this point. Um, but then moving to the other team in their division. And and I think if you're the Cardinals, we, we can take this with a little bit of a grain of salt. Strictly because they don't have Kyler. They They, they didn't have Kyler this week. So, fine. However, your defense got torched by the Panthers.
1: Right, and that's a defense that we were talking about being possibly one of the best defenses in the nfl and it just lays an absolute egg on sunday
0: at home yeah again this isn't so you're talking about a carolina team that's to fly across the country play on the road and then we're going to get that kind of performance out of the arizona defense kyler can come back all he wants to and that's fine and good as dynamite as that offense has been, if they're having to score 30, 35 points a game just to have a chance to win, that's going to be a tough sell when you go up against a defense, say, like the Packers, who we've already seen, can shut down that Cardinal offense. I mean, they shut down that Cardinal offense. Granted, D Hop was a little hurt, but they've already been shut down once. I, I the defense has to start to figure things out. Yeah. Because if you want to be a contender right now, your defense has to be regularly limiting people to 17 to 20 points a game.
1: Yeah. And I think, again, without having Kyler Murray to be able to, you know, run that offense, control the ball, control the pace of the game, put up points, I think it makes it a little bit harder for that defense because they have to play perfect. Now, granted, yes, you did play the Panthers, but. I'm telling you what, that Panthers team played inspired football.
0: How how much of that do you think had to do with number one being back in the I
1: think that's a huge thing. I think one of the coolest moments of Sunday was, yes, I understand it was a 15-yard penalty for him taking off his helmet. But I don't care. That was, I want, pump that into my veins. The I'm back! And he
0: just didn't care.
1: No, and here's the thing. I'm telling you what, this is his last opportunity. This is it. This is Cam's last dance. And if he succeeds, and he proves he can still play in the NFL, and he can throw the ball down the field, he might get an opportunity with not just the Panthers, but with another organization. You know, this is it for Cam. And I think that you saw on Sunday, he understands that. And he says, listen, I'm taking full advantage. And I think that's one of the most exciting games this Sunday is him playing against his old coach, Ron Rivera, on Sunday. I think that's going to be phenomenal. I think it's going to be great. I think it's going to be a good opportunity for, you know, it's kind of his... And it sounds more and more like that Carolina wants him starting. And, I mean... I, I think Which they're great. Like, yeah. Let's do it. Yep.
0: Because I think Cam, first of all, the Patriots made the correct move in starting Mac Jones. And we're going to get to him because I don't know if there was a brighter spot all week than Mac Jones and the New England Patriots. Um, but but the thing that, <laughs> that I loved about Cam, there was this thing about he's like the first quarterback and I don't know how long that his first run and his first pass both went for touchdowns. And, and I don't know. I don't want to sit here and say that I feel bad for Cam. I mean, Cam brings a lot of attention on himself. However, I do think that Cam got a little bit of a raw deal across the board. Because if you look, Cam really didn't have that many offensive weapons to work with in Carolina when he was there. And then you're expecting a guy to lead a team that really didn't have dudes who wanted to be led. And I'm happy that Cam's back. I agree with you. The taking the helmet off, yelling "I'm back," worth the 15 yards every single day. Of the week it's worth the 15 yards, and, and it was good to see Cam back. And
1: also, one of the things that he said, I don't know if you caught his post game presser, and they said like, you know, what was the emotions? What were the feelings like? He said, "Well, all I know is." This time last week I was sitting on my couch eating a bowl of cereal. That and was it's fantastic. like I was like, you know what? He understands it. He gets it. He know in that right there in that moment he knows this is it. This is my again, this is my last opportunity to make it and he's gonna make the most of it.
0: Staying in the NFC South, um, I feel like the Bucks always or like last year they had a couple of these. Even when Brady was with the Patriots, they had a couple of these. Just regular season head scratchers where you're like, oh, wait, they lost to who? And that's how I feel about them losing to the football team. Because here's here's the deal. Number one, their defense is worrisome. It's worrisome. yeah. Because, I mean, they got 30 hung on them by the football team. And the football team is not very good.
1: Um, do you remember who their hiccup was last year?
0: is that the Chicago Bears?
1: Yeah. I mean, you think about it. The Bears beat the I, I will say,
0: though, the, the Bears at least were a playoff team last year. Right. The, this year, I mean, the football team ain't going to be a playoff team. Yeah. Like, the Bears won at least, you can understand. It's on the road. The Bears were a competitive team last year. I mean, because I am not ready. Like, I don't think the Bears are very good this year. And I don't think the Bears were good last year, but I'm not ready to say that they're the football team bad. That's probably the nicest thing I've said about the Bears in a yeah, long Yeah, well, I
1: don't think they... Uh, I, you know what, though? I'm telling you right now, one of my underrated players in the NFL season this year has been Taylor Heineke. He oh, is a... 100%. He is just a bright spot. He controls the game. He moves the ball downfield. He, he is just slinging the ball and putting the ball on the money and he just he maintains drives and they control the football that is the recipe for success in Washington is to hold on to that ball take some time off the clock but Washington at the end of the day lost a huge huge piece on Sunday
0: and, and i think that that's the story because i mean Washington's not going to be a playoff team but i think moving forward you know playing the football team you used to have to think okay i got to deal with Chase Young off the edge and now all of a sudden Chase Young's no longer off the edge. And, man, like, watching that, because, I mean, there really wasn't a ton of heavy contact on that play. And as soon as you see him grab, I mean, you just know that.
1: Yeah, it was a non-contact. He goes down. And And to me, it's like, as a football fan, a guy like that is not someone you want to ever see go down, especially in Washington where that's your marquee guy on the defensive side of the ball. You know, And I just – all we can hope for is – for Chase to come back better than ever and just be ready. Because I think this Washington football team could be very tough going for, forward. They have good pieces. I think they're just missing something at that quarterback position to make everything click. I'm not saying that saying Taylor Heineke has not been that guy. He, he could easily be that guy. But I think they're just missing that extra little oomph that could
0: get you over the edge. The Ravens. I mean I mean I don't have words for this one. I mean as a Bears fan I'm probably a little bit worried now. No. Because you have the Ravens coming off of a loss and that's fine and you're unrealistic and you always are and it's fine. I'm
1: not I'm not upset I they were exposed on Thursday night. That's, the the Dolphins exposed the Ravens on Thursday night and I'm just telling you right now the last 2 weeks the Ravens have not looked that good. Lamar has not looked Lamar-esque. His throws have been errant. The, the defense has holes. I just think that the Ravens are struggling. And I'm just going to say it right now. The most combobbled mess of football takes place in the Ravens division. I mean, that is who, where, who are you going to take in the North? I mean, yes. Right now, you yeah, you probably have to say the Ravens right now.
0: The Steelers <laughs> tied the Lions,
1: which uh, loss the 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 Steelers lost to the Lions. You tie the Lions at home. I don't care who your quarterback is. I don't care if it's Ben Roethlisberger. I don't care if it's Mason Rudolph, and I don't care if it's Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. It don't matter. You have to beat the Lions at home. Period.
0: So what happens when the Bears lose on things?
1: I don't. The oh, we're not. No. Get out of but here. What
0: happens when it happens? We're putting up. I 50 want, on I that. want to run that back. I get it's in Detroit, but how? Whatever. Uh, I would agree with you. The, the AFC North is. I honestly don't think that any teams in that division are as good as we thought they were. I mean, I don't. I mean, if you're asking me right now. After this last week, there's a team who wears red, who people have been saying, oh, don't think they're that much all year, who after this last week, here we go, look out. because I mean, right now, and we'll go ahead, we'll skip down to our good section a little bit. The Titans, I think, right now are the best overall team in the AFC right now. I mean you can't they're 8 and 2. They just find ways to win. Their yeah. defense steps up. I mean the Saints right now are a playoff team and they just find ways to win. However, the Chiefs. Yeah, and uh, I it, it looked like something clicked on Sunday against a Pretty good Raiders team. I'm not saying it's a great Raiders team. I'm saying it's a Raiders team that's had a lot of distraction. Fully understand. But they made the Raiders look
1: horrible. Yeah, and I I think it was only a matter of time before it clicked in Kansas City. I mean, you know, it's funny that um, my wife, Crystal, has Patrick Mahomes on her fantasy team. And before the game on Sunday... Um, we can. I can quote her in saying, "I am trading this bum." Okay? <laughs> right. So before the game starts, I am trading this bum. Granted, he had like fifteen fantasy points the first the week before, and like ten the week before that, and just was struggling to score fantasy points. And then Sunday happened. Sunday night. Yeah. Um. I. I yeah, she ain't trading him anymore. I can no. say that, and I think. The Chiefs, their recipe for success runs through Travis Kelsey. I understand Tyreek Hill is an explosive and dynamic wide receiver, but Travis Kelsey is the engine that drives that offense.
0: Well, and Travis Kelsey opens up everything for Tyreek Hill because Tyreek Hill is not someone who's going to be running down the middle. Tyreek Hill is a guy who you might have him (laughs) run across. But it's when you can get Tyreek Hill in open areas on the sidelines, running stretch routes, wheel routes out of the backfield. That's when Tyreek Hill is at his most effective. Well, how is he going to get there? Well, Travis Kelsey takes a linebacker and a DB to cover him. And then all of a sudden that, that opens up everything for the Chiefs. I'm going to say this right now. You don't want to play the Kansas City Chiefs in a month.
1: No, and I because think-
0: Mahomes is just going to continue to get healthy. They're going to continue to get right. I think now, yeah, I think you probably have to put them as the favorite in the, West. the AFC West. Yep. So now at least one game is going to have to be played in Arrowhead. Which, good luck. It's a tough going place there. to play. I think you know you have a few more things to clean up on the defensive end. Um, but I, I, going back to the Titans, I, they just keep winning. Yep. And, I mean, this point in the year, you just win, baby, win. Uh, Dallas Cowboys. Woohoo. I mean, it, this was an Atlanta team who last week, you and I were like, well, you know, they just beat the Saints. They put together a couple of really good games in a row. Can I just and, say – And Dallas just came out and smacked them. How about them Cowboys? I mean
1: – They are – dynamic on the offensive side of the ball when when Dak is there and a healthy Dak I I'm so happy for Dak because you get that injury everybody thinks that the Cowboys are going to move on because he was at the end of his deal he just tears his ACL they're like you know what you got to give Jerry Jones props for being loyal to a guy Giving him a big deal even though he tore his ACL and look at it paying off for you. The guy in Zeke is starting to come back. Those receivers, Cooper Cup, CD Lamb. CD Lamb had a day on Sunday. I I think right now the Cowboys are the second best team
0: in the, in the, in the NFC. I
1: I'm going to put it on record right now. And say the Dallas Cowboys are the second best team when Kyler Murray's not healthy in the A- in the NFC. I think I think it goes Green Bay, Arizona, Dallas when Kyler comes
0: back. Ooh, so you're gonna go ahead and you're gonna put both of those teams above the Bucks. Yep. It, bold. I yep. like it. I like it. See, th- that's why we have this show for the Christian <laughs> hot takes. Hey, one of my hot
1: takes is. Staying true with the Arizona Cardinals winning that West, and I'm telling you, after watching the Rams on Monday night, I'm I'm going to say right now it is officially the Cardinals division to lose.
0: Well, and I think if you look, the, the Cardinals do have an easier way the rest of the way than the Rams do. Yep. Um, w- one thing that you know, kind of, I don't want to say startled me about the Cowboys, but I I didn't expect. To, be, to have a 30-point quarter. I mean, they put up 29 points in that second quarter. And, and it was one of those where it, you turn on the TV, Cowboys are scoring, you flip over to red zone, you flip back, Cowboys are scoring again. And, and I mean, it just it did not matter what they did. It just turned to gold. And, and I think that if you're sitting here as a team in the NFC, uh, the Cowboys are now officially a problem.
1: Yep, no doubt.
0: Uh, Speaking of a problem, Mac Jones. Uh, It's official. What we said at the beginning of the year, we said he was going to. We didn't know when it would be. Uh, It's official. In three quarters, the man throws for 200 yards and three touchdowns. Yep. I'm going to go on record and I'm going to say this, and I know you're going to disagree with it. I think Mac Jones is the best rookie quarterback in the NFL. No. Right now. Right now. Mac Jones is the best rookie quarterback. And I don't want to hear anyone say system. I don't want anyone to say what's around him. Because if you honestly look, Mac Jones doesn't have that many high-level guys around him. Mac Jones is winning football games.
1: I think Mac Jones is is good right now. But I think Justin Fields is going to be better long-term.
0: That's fine. And you can say long-term. But I mean... Long term, people thought I, you can go down the list of what you think would happen long term. I'm looking right now, Mac Jones should be the rookie of the year, mm. and it shouldn't even be close.
1: Yeah, and I think that, you know, Justin Fields not starting at the beginning of the season and getting in a rhythm and not even getting reps with first team guys until what week four that's
0: because his coach is an idiot.
1: Yeah, and I, that's what I'm saying. That's, that's why Justin Fields won't win a rookie of the year.
0: It, but here's, you see what happens
1: when he gets reps with first team guys and look what he's done the last three weeks.
0: And that's all fine and good. What I'm looking at is that Justin Fields has not proven to me that he can go out and win football games. Single-handedly can go out and win football. He should have
1: single-handedly won the game last Monday. but He didn't. He, he he did, though, but whatever. He didn't. You look at... Oh, by I the mean, way, NFL came out and said that there were three crucial missed calls in that game. That's fine. So.
0: Overcome it. They didn't. Move on. Mac Jones has the system. The, the, he's the best rookie quarterback right now. And it's really not even close. He's the... Only rookie quarterback who with a game with 20 or more passing attempts has put up a 100 QBR. He's taking a team. I mean, this Patriots team last year was an absolute burning pile. I mean, do you remember some of these Patriot games last year? It was like watching mediocre FCS football with yeah. this Patriots team, yep. and now all of a sudden they're in the playoffs uh, with a very realistic shot at winning the AFC East. And so Mac is just, he is now a problem. Can we plead? Like, can we get three years of time where we don't have to worry about the New England Patriots? Right. Like, it's it's so old, and I'm so tired of oh, the Belichick empire. But at the end of the day, guess what?
1: Belichick going to
0: He He's going to do it. Yeah. And he, he just. I don't,
1: Is he the greatest NFL coach? Like, people are starting to say, you know, oh, well, you see, it, Tom Brady was the reason Bill Belichick had all of his success. <laughs> but now you're looking and you're going,
0: huh. And, and the thing that people forgot about Tom Brady was early in his career, those defenses that they had behind them. Right. I mean, they were unbelievable. And so you're looking and you're like, Belichick's just reloading. And he's developing this guy in a way that is I just, if you're a Patriots fan, you're just sitting there and you're like, okay, (laughs) might not win it this year. But next year, look out. Yep. Um, That moves us into our listeners' favorite segment. You had one job. job. You want to go first or you want me to go first? I want you to go first. Okay. We are going to take a trip In our favorite rocket ship Zooming, Zooming through the sky Little Einstein I think that's our first singing Yeah was. Uh, Today um, My one job is going to be Of a unit Okay we're, we're going to talk about a unit Who collectively as a unit Was the definition of an utmost failure on Sunday. And that would be the offensive line of the Cleveland Browns. <laughs> Let's take a trip, shall we? To the all-important box score. They ran 58 plays. Mm-hmm. 58. 58. For a total, Christian, let's do some math. Can you pull up a calculator for me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. On on your phone that's right there. Yep, yep, yep. 217 divided by 58. 3.74. The Cleveland Browns averaged three yards per play. Um, no muy bueno. Five sacks. Let me tell you something. That just ain't going to get it done. Nope. Now, were you necessarily going to beat the Patriots? I don't know. But what I do know is when you can't block a shadow and when you legitimately cannot even get 12 feet per play, Cleveland Browns offensive line. You had one, one job. job, and your quarterbacks hurt because of it.
1: We're going to take a trip to to the Berg. Oh, boy. To the Berg, boys. Guess what, Pittsburgh? Tony Carrente wasn't there to save you on Sunday.
0: Oh. This sounds like sour grapes to me. Like No.
1: What it comes down to, and here is the headline from ESPN. Comedy of errors as Steelers and Lions slog to 16-16 to 16 tie. Pittsburgh, I said it before and I'll say it again. I don't care who your quarterback was. This is not some... Random guy you found on the side of the street. This is a guy that has backed up Ben for a couple years now. Has seen some NFL action. And is playing against the Detroit Lions. Detroit football. I will tell you the conditions of that game were horrible.
0: That is pretty fun watching it. I mean, it looks like a pigsty out yeah. there.
1: Yeah. So then, next thing you know... The Lions tie it up, send it to overtime, and the overtime in general turns into just awful football. Okay. Now, I'm going to bring up the play by play or the outcomes of overtime. Okay.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that, that overtime was fantastic, by the way. um,
1: So, you got Detroit gets the ball first, they punt. Two plays, Pittsburgh gets the ball, they fumble. Detroit looks like they have the game won. Misses, I mean, that 48-yard field goal didn't have a chance. No. Pittsburgh gets the ball back, punts, three and out. Detroit gets the ball back, punts, three and out. Pittsburgh literally has the ball on the 32 yard line. All they got to do, so they run a quick little out to Mr. Fry and Bang, or whatever his name is, the tight end that just tore up the Bears a week ago. Little out route, fumbles the ball, and it's time, as one would say, a tie is like kissing your sister. You got to kiss, but it was your sister. So. Pittsburgh Steelers, you had one job, job. beat the horrible Detroit Lions, and you couldn't do it.
0: Can I have a little bit of a sidebar onto what just came out on the TV? Yeah, really. So uh, Kentucky just won by 25. Yeah. There was a man today who placed a $220,000 bet on Kentucky covering. Christian, would you like to know what the line was?
1: I hope it wasn't 25 and a half. It
0: was 24 and a half. <laughs> <laughs> the man covered the, the, by the a man half. Covered by a half point.
1: Oh my goodness. <laughs> well, if if there was a line to bet on, it it was Purdue minus 22 and a half over right state beat them by 44. A little college basketball A little action. College basketball,
0: which I think we'll probably move into more once football season's oh, over. Oh, absolutely. Uh, mean, you know, around February we'll start our uh, college basketball side. Yep. So uh that moves us. We're on tonight, you know, our picks don't lie. We're back with our picks of the week. No guest picker. Again, uh this was thrown together what you texted me at Nine o'clock this morning, yep. something like it. Like uh hey, winner and I'm like, uh, we should probably go tonight. Yeah. Um so no guest picker this week, uh, but last week, uh woof. Uh I had the best record seven and seven. Dean came in at six and eight. Yeah, yeah, Woof. Five and nine for Christian. I um, mean it was just
1: a bad week all in all.
0: D- just a bad week. But but I mean when you're sitting here, Ravens, Browns rams i mean
1: cardinals bucks pittsburgh like games that we just
0: that word should have been locks uh did not
1: yeah so remember how we said hey if you're looking for a parlay parlay our locks together um last week we would like to uh issue an apology well you
0: and dean should enter an apology yeah i mean i don't know what to tell you i mean it's the best team in the nfc uh looking ahead here uh about forty-eight hours from now, we kick off week eleven, and we kick it off in the ATL. Uh, where the, the, that kickoff song? We ready? Uh huh. Uh huh. We ready? Uh huh.
1: Uh huh. The Falcons ain't ready. ready. No, they're not.
0: They're <laughs> not. And, and I mean, I don't. I mean, they got beat down by the Cowboys. That the line seems a little high. It's currently sitting at seven. Um, that that seems high to me. Um, but again, if we're, if we're just going to have to pick outright, um, I like what the Patriots are doing right now, um, both on the ground and through the air, I think their defense is playing better. I'm going to go ahead and take the Patriots.
1: Yeah. I'm also taking the Patriots. Give me Mac daddy, uh, on Thursday night, first Thursday night game for him. I think he's going to come out and I think he's going to ball.
0: Really? I think this is one of their first prime time since the Bucs, um, earlier in the year, um, Indy and Buffalo, again, man, I just, I can't figure out the Colts. I mean, I sit here and I want to give them the benefit of the doubt week in and week out. They handled their business against Jacksonville, but now you got to go into Buffalo. And if you've seen the weather forecast for the weekend, it's not looking great in the Northeast. And I think when you combine that you could be looking at a game that's probably much closer than a lot of people think this is going to be. I think this could be a big game for Jonathan Taylor to kind of, you know, assert himself now that Derrick Henry out is out as, you know, the premier running back. Um, but I think right now it's just too much Josh Allen, too much Stephon Diggs. Go ahead, and give me the bills.
1: Yeah, I'm actually going to go with the Colts. Okay. Um, this is my upset of the week. I think Indianapolis is playing good football. I think... They played a half of good football last week. uh, Really scored all their points and put everything in the first half against the Jaguars. Um, But you know what? I'm thinking Jonathan Taylor, you know, you talk about that weather. It's running season. And if you got a good running back like Jonathan Taylor and even Naheem Hines, and you got... I understand it's Carson Wentz. I get it. But... I'm taking the Colts as my upset pig of the week. Um, let's go Colts.
0: Quoth the Raven, "Nevermore." Which, big news for yes, you today. Yes, breaking
1: news as of yesterday.
0: Uh, we're going to have an on-site reporter for the uh, for for the Chi-Town Showdown on Sunday.
1: Yeah, the first time I will be in Soldier Field in three years. Um Very excited because, um, shout out to uh, my wife's uh, mom's sister and her husband and son, and shout out to their daughter for not wanting to go. She, if there's a (laughs) real real MVP of this, is her saying her question was to her mother, How long will it last? and her mom said, Just based on that question. Because of these seats, and I'm telling you, Josh, and you looked them up. These might be the best seats I've ever had at Soldier Field. And she said we have to take someone that will appreciate it. So, shout out to their family for inviting me. I am could not be any more excited. Five more sleeps till I'll be back at Soldier <laughs> Field. Um, I'm am I up, am I bum that I won't get to watch the rest of the games like I have all season? A little bit, but not at a lot at all because. I will be in a great seat watching a prim- two good football teams. I know everyone's going to hate on me for saying that the Bears are a good football team, but they're really starting to put things together again. Give me the Bears. Alternate spread, minus four and a half. They're winning by a touchdown. Bear down in the shy town These are Justin Fields' Bears.
0: Okay, can I ask you a question? Yes, sir. You said that they're starting to put it together. Yeah. Really? Yeah, why not? that That's what you just said.
1: I know yeah. I did. And they are. They had a really good week last week against Pittsburgh. Offense is putting it together against a really good defense. Uh, sorry, two weeks ago.
0: They, they've now lost- you got a
1: bye week. You get Mac. You get Akeem Hicks. You get these guys healthy.
0: They've lost four in a row. Don't care. Bear down in Chi-Town, back after a bye, at home, on the lakefront. And, I mean, they did something that not even the Lions did. They lost to the Steelers. Like, the Lions don't even lose to the Steelers. Well, to- again, Tony Correnti was not at that game. They, the, the Lions didn't even lose yeah. to the Steelers. and I, I mean, I knew you were going to take the It's okay. It's okay. Uh, Detroit and Cleveland. I, uh, I'm going to go ahead and say it. Ship it to London Yep, for me this week. Uh, again, this line just... Ugh. I don't Cleveland.
1: Yeah, Detroit, sorry. You came close last week. Not this week against an AFC North team. Um, give me the Browns. This is, by the way, not my game that I'm shipping no, to I know London. exactly
0: which one you're shipping to London. It's three games from now. Uh, Houston and Tennessee... Titans.
1: Yeah, tighten up, not even close. Uh, I think Tennessee is the best team in the AFC right now. Uh, I wouldn't be so much to say that they're the best team in the NFL. I think that resides in our next game. It's hard for me to say, but I'm I'm going to take the Titans. Oh, <laughs> I just I literally just looked at the next game and realized what is about to occur like 10 times more, but last week I will say Josh Somebody cared about the, about the Vikings because they beat the Chargers. And I Green think that Bay was a Chargers big win for Minnesota. Yeah, that's fine. Going Now Green Bay's got to go to Minnesota. I'm going to tell you right now, this is going to be a tight game. I'm going to pick first. And I'm going to pick the Green Bay Packers because I don't think that this game is going to be as close as the Lions says it is. I think it's going to be a close game, but I think it's going to be a 10-point game. I think Green Bay goes into Minnesota and rolls in the first half. Minnesota tightens it a little bit in the second. Green Bay pulls away at the end, wins by ten. Take the
0: pack. Oh, this week just brings me so much joy. It is the annual reminder of why no one cares about the Vikings. You get nothing but our leftovers. Like you, your Brett Favre is. Probably one of your best quarterbacks in franchise history, you trash cans. Like, you You don't, they don't. <sighs> My only slight concern is Dalvin Cook having a big game. I don't really worry. Like, the, the quote goes, the lion does not concern himself with the thoughts of the sheep. I don't care about them purple pants wearing <laughs> skull clapping, hot dish eating Minnesotans. They can take their Minnesota nice and shove it where the sun don't shine (laughs) because the ivermectin taken, COVID vaccine lion Aaron Rodgers is going to come in, run a train right through their Viking ship, going to skull clap that Viking booty, give me the Packers by at least two touchdowns. Uh, I hate them. I know. Like I cannot stand them. I just think it's funny.
1: Oh, by the way, um, welcome to my game that I will ship it to London. Um, By the way, uh, for our viewers, we are wrapping up this week with the rivalry roundtable because of the no guest picker. Um, But I am going... With the Miami Dolphins over the Jets, Um, I don't know who's going to be the quarterback for the Jets this week. I don't know if Mike White is able. I don't know when Zach Wilson's returning. And I don't know if Burt himself, Joe Flacco, is quarterbacking at this point. So for that reason, I am taking the Miami Dolphins. Really? Yep. Yep, That's
0: interesting. Um, and yeah, dolphins. I mean, <laughs> I like was gonna the, say, the, how
1: interesting is it? Because you're taking the dolphins too, right?
0: Yeah, I mean the the, the Jets are <laughs> trash. Yeah. Speaking of trash. I think the New Orleans Saints are kind of trending towards trash. Oh boy. I just I watched them Sunday. And the Titans did not play a good game. The Titans did not play a good game. Still beat them. Um, I just, I don't know. I feel like without a real threat at quarterback, I just, I, I don't know if I can trust the Saints. So for that reason, Christian, do you know what time it is? It is time to...
1: Fly,
0: eagles, fly on the road to victory. Another alternate spread game. Give me the Eagles minus six.
1: Wow. Um, I'm going with the Saints. Um, I don't think they're as trash as you say they are. I didn't um, say they were trash. trending? I said
0: trending towards trash.
1: yeah. I'm. I'm going New Orleans. I think um, I think the Eagles are playing really good football right now, but I think the Saints understand that this is a game they got to get, and I think they're guns to get it. I don't know. That didn't sound very good, but they're going to get it. You I remember
0: think. like two weeks ago when you were like, "I'm grammatically inclined. I'm an ing- or I'm a fourth grade teacher." That just saying. went, went out the completely window. out the window. Mm-hmm. Um, this next game to me. Is a little bit interesting. Just a little bit. A little bit. Because you have the football team coming off of smacking the goat in the face. And you have Carolina coming off of smacking the Cardinals all around the desert. Um I I think that this loss of Chase Young is going to really show its effects this week. Especially when you look at if Cam's starting, who are you going to have to outside contain that offense? I mean, I don't know because you have CMC back and now you're getting Cam who can stretch a defense. We know that. I don't feel like the football team has any sort of outside contain that can handle either one of those guys. Um, so give me Carolina. I'm back. Give me Cam
1: and his Panthers.
0: Niners in Jacksonville. I uh, cross country flight for the Niners might prove a little tricky. Uh but I, the Jaguars are just uh, Niners by at least at least.
1: Um. I'm taking Jacksonville as my upset pick of the week because of what you just said. You have, like, say.
0: seven upset picks of the week. Um, yeah. I mean, you're picking the the Bears at minus six. You're picking the Colts at minus seven. Well, you you're mean picking, plus. Plus. Oh, plus, yes. And you're taking, now, Jacksonville plus six and a half. All right, for
1: those of you that don't understand this, I'm losing to Josh by a little bit.
0: Uh, you gotta make him up somewhere. So I
1: gotta make him up somewhere, but these are not things that i'm just like all right i got to do this because i got to are come- you sure? Yep, i'm taking Jacksonville. Um i think this is a typical beat the Rams on a
0: high let down game? Let down okay. game
1: should roll across the Jacksonville Jaguars. Don't do it. Give me Jacksonville.
0: Cincinnati at Oakland or at oh Oak- wow, i did it again. You did. You put Oakland. I did it again. Man, oh man. Uh, Cincinnati and Vegas, um, I these are two teams that must be desperate for wins at this point. Because if either one of them want to maintain any sort of playoff seriousness, they have to win Sunday. And I don't think it's going to be the Bengals. Give me the
1: Raiders I'm at a- home. I'm taking the Bengals. Um, this is a game that I already picked the Bengals, not just because you take the uh, Raiders. I think Cincinnati is a complete football team. I think that they understand that, th- that this is a game that if you do not win, the North might start to turn over to the Ravens if they beat the Bears. Um, but I think Cincinnati... Is a better football team than the Raiders right now I think the Raiders are just struggling with everything going on the outside I think it's just too much to overcome And they said it a lot on Sunday night When the Chiefs were just demolishing them in every asset of the game I think that they're just They just need this season to end To start a you know fresh um, So for that reason I'm taking Houdet and the Bengals by the way, these last four games that we're picking, including that one, are really, really good football games.
0: Yeah, and I think, and these you might get home in time to watch the second. half. Oh, that's just what just I'm depending saying, depending upon, uh, you know, what your post game situation looks like. Um, what I think is the game of the week now, especially with the way that Kansas City just played, um, and for my own personal rooting interest, definitely a Chiefs fan this weekend because I mean, if the Chiefs knock off Dallas and um, somehow, some way, Seattle can knock off Arizona, then all of a sudden Green Bay sitting there as though, hopefully, they take care of business against Minnesota, could very well be the only 9-2 team uh, in football. Um, I think home field's going to play a lot into this matchup. Mm-hmm. I, that crowd in Kansas City is going to be electric. What concerns me, however... Is the Chiefs' defense. Mm-hmm. Um, and for that reason, giving them Cowboys as Road Dogs. Dallas over the Chiefs.
1: For the third week in a row.
0: They're oh, 2-0 so far.
1: Yeah, ever since I started the Tomahawk Chop... And I picked Kansas City. I've gotten it right every time. You're welcome, Kansas City. You are absolutely welcome. And
0: again, for my sake, I hope you're correct. Um, Arizona at Seattle. uh, We'll touch on the Seahawks game once we wrap up these picks a little bit more. Um, Russ did not look good. Granted, the Packers defense is pretty, pretty solid. But the amount of missed throws that were just literally to no one worries me again Kyler is anticipated to be back if that is the case I think this is a very very different ball game definitely one that 7 30 on Sunday rolls around I will be right back down here with this game on the tv I mean this is a fantastic football game um I think that the Cardinals are going to be a little playoff desperate give me the Cardinals Can you do it? Can you pick against him?
1: I am. I'm picking Russell Wilson's birds. I I love it. I think that Seattle needs this game. And I think Russ is exactly, he's just getting rust off last week. And that's, I think, you know, I think he came back from this injury too soon. Um, But I think he just he's just that kind of guy doesn't care what his record is doesn't care about playoff implications he just wants to play ball and this is why he is my favorite player outside of my team i love russell wilson um i'm having a hard time deciding if i'm going to start him on my fantasy team this week um but the way the cardinals defense looked last week and having them go to seattle i think russ responds i think dk responds in a big way i think lockett has a big game um, I'm going with Russell Wilson's birds.
0: In our final game, what a stinker of a Monday night game! Uh, Pittsburgh and the Chargers. Um, I if that if the Steelers team that just tied the Lions, and I mean all signs are pointing to that's probably what it's going to be. uh the Chargers might win this game by twenty. Mm-hmm. So give me the Chargers.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna quote the great Arnold Schwarzenegger goal charges goal um i'm going with the chargers uh i think this is a game this is another one of the, a lot of games this week that teams have to win i think if the chargers want to continue to uh compete in their division there's an op you know again there's a chance dallas knocks off kansas city chargers win next thing we know chargers and kansas city are tied atop the division again um, for that reason, I'm I'm taking the card or the the Cardinals
0: the Chargers. Moving to our locks uh, for the week, I, I, there's a bunch of ones where you're sitting here. Th- this is not an easy week for the locks. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you could look at Tennessee as a pretty probably a pretty solid pick. But you know what, Christian? Mm-hmm. Nobody cares about the Minnesota Vikings. Because when 12 is on your side, everything is fine. Give me the Packers easily as my lock this week.
1: Um, My lock this week. (laughs) It was also going to be the Packers, but I think just for sake, I can't do that. So I'm going to flip a switch, and my lock of the week this week is going to be Kansas City minus 2.5. I think this is a game where Kansas City is playing really good football now. They're starting to figure things out. Dallas is finally going up against a stout offense. Um, Yeah, I'm going. Patrick Mahomes in Kansas City is my lock of the week.
0: So that wraps up our picks uh, and brings us to our rivalry roundtable. A little bit of a weird rivalry roundtable this week um, just because the Bears didn't play. So there's really only looking forward... Um, to the Bears. So we'll start with the Packers since we have something to look back on. Um, And what I keep going back on with the Green Bay Packers has absolutely nothing to do with the reigning NFL MVP. It has nothing to do with Aaron Rodgers. Fine. He came back, was serviceable, fully what we expected after literally zero practice all week. But this Packers defense... Hello. Yeah. I mean, if you're telling me that with the following Cardinals, Chiefs, Seahawks for three weeks, you're only going to give up 34 points over those three weeks. Okay. Like, let's go. Yep. That's why I'm excited about this Packers team because at the beginning of the year, the defense was the liability. 38 points to the Saints, 17 to the Lions. 28 to the 49ers. Then it started to click. 17 to the Steelers. 22 to the Bengals. 14 against the Bears, which is looking more and more impressive as the year goes on. 10 to the football team. 21 to the Cardinals, which had Kyler Murray. Only 13 to the Chiefs. The fully stocked Chiefs offense that just put up 900 on the Raiders. The Packers held to 13th. And then you shut out the Seahawks for literally the first time in a decade. No one had shut out the Seahawks. No one. And then the Packers come out and do it. And I get Russ had some rust. as That was a clever wordplay that you 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 had there. I I did enjoy that. But you're still – I don't care who it is that you're shutting out. If you're shutting out an NFL offense – you're playing pretty well. Um, so I'm very excited about the Packers' defensive side of the ball. And I don't think I've said that, man, in a long
1: time. Yeah, you were talking just at the beginning of the year, the secondary being a liability. And now all of a sudden, the secondary is playing good football. The front is getting to the quarterback. Your linebackers are playing at the good at the second level. Well, and the um, thing
0: is, we've been doing this without our elite pass rushers. Zadarius Smith hasn't even been playing yet. Right, And so now you're going to add him, and it all stems, so if we can knock off the Vikings, and then you knock off the Rams, the conversation at that point on who the best team in the NFC is has to end. Because then you would look at a Packer team who beat the Cardinals, who beat the Rams, and ran a stretch... Mind you, the only game that they've lost since the first game of the year, they played without Aaron Rodgers. And they lost by six to the Chiefs. 49ers beat them on the road. Steelers, still a playoff team, beat them. Bengals, playoff team, beat them. Bears, beat them. Football team, they're terrible, whatever. Cardinals, beat them. Lost to the Chiefs. Seahawks, beat them. If you then throw in Vikings and Rams, now we're talking.
1: Yeah, I think, I think right now it'd be really tough to say that the Packers aren't the best team in the NFC. Um, I, I'm even close to saying that they're the best team in football. Um, they, they,
0: they're consistent, and I think that's the difference. They had that one stinker, but if you remember after Week One, what I said, like, hey, if we throw this in like Week Seven, okay, it's a blip on the radar. Nobody really cares. But because it was week one, you had all that hyperbole of all of it. This is okay. Now they're back to just consistent Packer football. Right. Sunday was fun, man. Like, I mean, just absolutely dominating a football game was very refreshing against the Seahawks. I still have. I don't. The Seahawks, whether it's the fail Mary or. The blown uh, 13-0 lead in the NFC Championship. I have lots of ill will towards the Seahawks. Um, It's always good to beat the Seahawks. Always good to beat Russell Wilson's birds. Go Pack. Um, Big game on Sunday. Essentially wrap up the division. If the Packers win on Sunday, division's over. At that point, the Packers would be 9-2. The next best record would be 4-6. At that point, the division's over. Yeah, because I mean, you would be three and a half up. I mean, I'm not quite. Ah, the, di- the it'd division would be four and a half up. The division's
1: already over.
0: So, I mean, sitting here, big game Sunday, wipe the floor with those hot dish Vikings up north. Skull had to give you one. There it um, is. So, I I think the Packers are in a good place. Yep. Um. Let's talk about your Bears. Sure. Let's talk about your Bears.
1: Okay. Well, first off, can I just... I'm very excited to see him play in person. Right. And, And I
0: don't want to take that away. However, I'm going to speak my mind. Okay. They got to win. Oh, yeah. They got to win. Yeah. Because if you're going into Detroit on a uno, dos... 3 4 cinco game losing streak yeah like it's and it's not I don't think there's any way that the bears lose to the lions I don't think there's any way that the bears lose to the lions yeah. uh, but that little voice
1: you better win this one yeah I know
0: because if <laughs> cuz then they got to go cardinals packers but christian Do the Bears ever lose to the Vikings?
1: No, they do. They have a hard time losing to the Vikings. Okay.
0: So it's one of those where, man, I, who, to save some respect for this season, I think they got to win Sunday.
1: Yeah. And I think that it's a good opportunity. I think if this is in Baltimore, I don't feel very confident. Because it's on the lakefront, because they're back home, especially off a bye, you're getting guys, you know, healthy again. Uh, We can hope that, um, that that's the case, you know. Tomorrow will be the first injury report that we'll get, but I I have a feeling that Mac will be back. I have a feeling Akeem Hicks will be good to go. Um, you know, plus
0: you you don't want to go one and three against the AFC North.
1: No, you don't. That
0: that wouldn't be a good
1: look. No, I mean, you win this one, you split two and two against the AFC right. North. Um, you're happy with it. I think, uh, you know, Bears win this week. <laughs>
0: don't say it.
1: it it's it's not out of the question that then you know you beat the, the lions here's the thing some of these playoff teams are be, going to beat up on each other i'm not saying that the bears are going to make the playoffs but i'm saying it's not out of the realm of possibilities yet now it, it, it would
0: be interesting to see what the line is for the bears to make the playoffs oh
1: i'm sure it's ridiculously high right now i think it would be like plus Fourteen hundred or
0: fifteen hundred, which means you would put forty bucks on it, and then Crystal would kick you to the couch.
1: No, nah, I and <laughs> here's here's what I'm going to say: Bears win this week, we'll start talking about opportunities to you know go play on Thanksgiving Day, get a win, eat some bird, and then you never know. You really, truly do not know. Um,
0: now, if they lose Sunday,
1: then I think we're looking towards 2022 at this point. And I think I think we're looking for a new head coach. I think we already should be looking for a new head coach. But I think that sets it in stone. I think Nagy understands that. I think that everybody's... But to me, I think Nagy's gone either way. I really do. So, um,
0: let me ask you, as a Bears fan. Yeah. Worst case scenario, you'll lose to the Ravens. Not just lose. But you get beat by ten or more.
1: Oh, I hope that doesn't happen. I know, especially because I'm because you're be going to be
0: there. And then you turn around and you lose to the Lions on Thanksgiving. Oh,
1: Nagy will be gone
0: if if he isn't, and he is still the Bears coach on Sunday, December fifth, against the Cardinals. How many empty seats are in Soldier? Field?
1: Oh, a lot. And that's the thing. At least we get to play. The Cardinals in Chicago in, in December. December, correct? You know that that makes that game a little bit more of a winnable game, but not. I mean, that's still a tough game. Um, but you know, I'm I'm just gonna leave it at this. Um, again, to Crystal's cousin Addison, shout out! Thank you so much <laughs> for wanting to stay home. Um, D Jason. Liam, can't wait to be with you on the lakefront. Can't wait to watch the Bears in person. These are Justin Fields' Bears. I cannot wait to bear down in person. Uh, Sunny
0: and forty-six degrees on Sunday.
1: Yeah, I'll take that's
0: perfect late October or late November weather hoodie. It's a hoodie and a hat with with the Fields jersey on top. Oh yeah, Um, that's what it's and I do. I mean, I think that this this is your tipping point of your season. If you are the Bears. Yep. If you win this, you go four and six. Okay, you can salvage something out of this.
1: Yeah, and then you're it, looking towards five and six, you beat the Lions, and then all of a sudden you're like, let's well, who knows?
0: But if you're three and seven and you've lost five in a row.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And yeah.
0: I, I mean series saying yeah. the exact same thing. She's like, I don't know what you would mean at three and seven. Yeah. Um so again, I mean I think it's a big week of football. I mean, I think it's a big week for our two teams for completely different reasons. Um yep. I cannot wait. I expect the Snapchats to hit early and often. Yeah they will Sunday. They will. Um do want a full review when we come back next week. Yep. Um we're looking at friends, possibly having a few of your uh favorite guest pickers here live with us. Yeah, a big on,
1: Thanksgiving Day pod. Yes. Not on actual Thanksgiving. Uh, we're going to d- tape it. What did we say on?
0: Wednesday afternoon, Yeah, I think it was, because I got a basketball game that night. Um, so I think we're, we're going to have a couple of guys on. Um, just do kind of like a nice little roundtable discussion here for some football. Insults will probably be hurled.
1: Yeah, there's going to be, um, uh, if, if all pans out. It would be two Packers fans and two, and two Bears, Bears fans. fans.
0: So, Packers fans will be looking ahead to the playoffs. Bears fans will be looking ahead to the draft. Um, or towards, we, 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 or the towards the Lions. Or towards the Lions. Man, I don't...
1: Every give, Hey, you just I never really know. don't
0: want that pressure on you as a Bears fan.
1: I just Okay, can I just say this really quick? Is that all I want is ever since you played the um, I-own-you... Yep, mix. The Bears have not won, and I and I keep saying, Josh, I just want like the intro music with a little Jeff Joniak call, and I haven't gotten that, and I'm just like, if it could be this week when I'm there, the Bears win, and the next week we get a little on the Thanksgiving Day pod with a little Bears. Bear down, Chicago Bears, and Jeff Joniak's lovely voice in the background.
0: But what happens if the Packers beat the Vikings?
1: Well, I I think we have a long intro where you maybe.
0: So you just want me to do everything?
1: I do because
0: because <laughs> oh. you have no clue. Hey, if Christian can turn on his computer, it's a <laughs> solid day for us here. So, well, buddy, for your sake, I hope it's at least a football game on Sunday. Yeah. Um, also, because man. If we gotta go into Thanksgiving week and the Bears are three and seven, losing five in a row, and you got the Detroit Lions staring you in the face, <laughs> that's not gonna be a good place for Bears fans. No, it will not. Like that turkey will not be enjoyable uh, unless we unless win. unless it's a blowout win. So uh, for us here at LR Weekly, uh, and again, man, enjoy that United Club, and uh, to the rest of you, enjoy the football.